We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Chris knows blank. Well, hi guys, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. It's it's been I missed you. I missed you. It's good to see you guys again. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I have uh, one of my favorite guests is back today, so this is very exciting for me. But before we get to him, hi guys, please take a second to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. However you're watching or listening, there's going to be a little button somewhere on your screen that says like, follow, or subscribe. You push the button, see what happens. You could get inner peace. Hi, I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of This Crazy Mess, and you can find me on my website, kristenkey.com. It's got my calendar. It's got all my social media on there. Um, it's got ways for you to support this and all my shows through my Patreon. So join the Patreon. It's a lot of fun. Um, I have a monthly game night, a lot of fun giveaways. And um, also, if you like this show, check out my weekly live streaming show called Friday Live at 5. It's on Facebook, YouTube, or you can get a front row seat to the Zoom audience through my website website. So check out Friday Live at 5. Also, I'm on Cameo. If you want to give me as a gift, I write a song for everybody that gets a Cameo. So check me out on Cameo. Now, my guest this week is one of my best friends. He's a hilarious comedian. We worked together several times before. He had uh, one of the best specials on Dry Bar that there is. He just came out with a new special called Mr. Brightside. Um, he does a mental health awareness podcast, and he's here with me today. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Miles Weber. Playing interview with Miles Weber. Welcome back on the, the podcast. Yeah, it's good to be here. You know, I always love uh, spending time talking wild stuff and shenanigans with you. And yeah, this will be no exception. Samesies. So a lot has changed since your last episode. Um, you 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 have a, a, a baby in the house. Your wife gave birth. She, I was there. I watched it happen. I know. I felt very proud of myself to to like it was it's a, it was a weird birth. The whole thing. It was a very unusual process. It was like she is she's a gangster like i mean she was in labor for 21 hours and the most i heard out of her one time was uh, and then like just kind of like writhing a little bit and she still was working she was on her laptop in between contractions like sending out workouts to clients and emailing people and the doctor came in and was like are you working right now and she's like i mean we're not pushing yet right like i can squeeze in a little bit more and then when we started pushing i think she pushed for three hours but like the doctor was the most casual thing of all time she's like coming in with like snacks like How's it going? Okay, I'll come back when something more exciting is going on. And she would just kind of come and go. But, oh, look at that. That's a head. Okay. And then she was like, so what do you guys do for a living? Like, okay, right on. The nurse had seen my dry bar special, and that was strange. And so then I'm like, okay, this seems weird. Are we doing this? They're like, oh, yeah, we've been pushing for a while now. And then they just yanked him out, and there he was. And, yeah, that was, I mean, he's almost three months now. So, I yeah. I can't believe that. I can't believe it by so fast. Was I mean... You were right there. Like, was it, was, like, did you cry? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, I, I cried. It was, my wife was just in shock. Her face was just, cause like they literally just yank this kid out of you. And then they just slap it on your chest for the skin to skin. And she was just kind of like, uh, 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 and I'm like, yeah, that's weird. Usually and stuff then, that comes out of you 
you don't want to touch your skin. Yeah, so I immediately. Can see, yeah, initial reaction would be like, Ugh. yeah. So there's kind of like this weird, like, oh my god, there he is. And uh, and then yeah, as soon as they started cleaning him off, and the nurse was like, uh, he'll hold your hand if you give him your finger. And I gave him my finger, and that was like the second thing he did on this planet in this lifetime was he was he he held my finger, and I'm like, oh, hell oh god. god, somewhere Ed Sheeran is like jizzing in his pants because he's got a thing about babies grabbing your thumb, and this was like everything in that moment and I was, and at that moment i was like oh i get it okay it's really dumb that we ever try to explain to people who aren't parents what it's like because it's just there's really you're never gonna understand it, it would just be a waste of my energy and then i was like oh, okay everything's different now all righty okay well here we go and then i will say the biggest adjustment has been the days fly by every day there's a moment where i'm like holy shit, it's four no 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 and so like Heather had to kind of like talk me off the ledge for like a week because like having anxiety about how fast the days just flew by. Um, I mean, granted also starting a business when you have a newborn at the same time also contributes to that too. But yeah, no, you just, you're so enthralled with like staring at this little thing that you made and like interacting with them that you're like, Ooh, an hour has gone by and I've just been doing nothing but staring at you. I should probably be productive. So that's it's wild. No, it's wild, but it's the best. It's the best. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Now I know like we talked a lot on the road about like uh, different spiritual beliefs and everything. I, we talked mm -hmm. a lot about reincarnation. Mm -hmm. And at the time, uh, Heather was pregnant and we were talking a lot about when the baby comes out. And I know that like, um, so let's just, let, first off, let's talk about how you like discovered reincarnation and how you kind of jumped through that rabbit hole. Yes, yes. So, um, I mean, like any good thing that you would stumble upon in the, the 2020 decade, um, I was on TikTok. And, uh, which is how it always starts. There was this guy on there. I believe his handle is Michael Armstrong 444. I might be butchering it, but I believe that there's a Michael and a 444. And he was talking about past life things and, and, and these, these books and these, uh, past life regression hypnotherapists. And I'm like, what is, what, what are you talking about? But the real big thing was he led off with this story from this book about, uh, a child who had remembered their past life and, uh, in their past life, they had gotten, uh, murdered. They got murdered. And so uh, he, he was like, yeah, this is what happened to me. And yeah, they, they, they killed me. And it was recent enough that they could like find the person. He remembered his name and everything. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is my name. This is who I was. This is where I lived. And so they were actually able to go to the place like where they, he said he lived. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is where this is. And this is where this is. Oh, and if you go over here, this is where my body is buried. And they found this like not like a burial but like just land and it was like just normal land he's like oh yeah i'm down here and the murder weapon's over there and they dug him up and sure enough there was a dead person there and then how old was the kid when they when they told the story he was uh younger than six younger than six or seven seems to be when things kind of dissipate and now we're moving away from remembering with a certain level of clarity. Around two or three, right when they start talking, is when you'll start getting some weird things that they'll say. Four or five, they'll start to get into more of the details and the stories. And then six, it peaks. And then around seven is when it tends to peter out with some of these kids. So he was around five or six when this was at its investigation level. And they found the murder weapon. They found an ax. And the kid also had a birthmark on his face 
house in the same place where he said he got hatcheted. And they were able to find the person because the guy still lived in the town and they went and confronted him and he actually like was overwhelmed by what had happened and then he confessed and they arrested him and uh, were able to like do an investigation where they corroborated that. Yeah, okay, he, he for sure killed this guy. And there's no reason why this kid, the family had never been to that place. Like they had never talked about that place. There's literally no rhyme or reason why this kid would know hey, this is what happened to this person who I'm saying that I used to be. And so immediately by that story, I was just endlessly fascinated. And then he started talking about this lady named Dolores Cannon, uh, who was a uh, past life regression hypnotherapist. And she's written a lot of books. And uh, she started her practice in uh, Arkansas, you know, the birthplace of reincarnation. Uh, <laughs> right? Like, why? And so she started doing hypnotherapy in Arkansas, and then she found, just kind of stumbled into it, that she could get people to a certain level of hypnos hypnosis where something would happen and they would be able to, like, remember different lives. And then she would always try and walk them to, like, their death. And it was a means of kind of investigative research where she was like, I want to see like what they think about, you know, when, when they die, if there's anything that they can remember. And then she said, every one of them had like almost a uniform response as far as like a few of the details, as far as like what happens, they were like, all right, I'm taking you to your death now. Walk me through it. What's going on while well, I'm looking outside of my body. Like I'm, I'm hovering above it. So now I'm outside of it. Uh, and it's very peaceful. It's all love. I feel like calm and warm and good. Uh, and then, oh, I'm, I'm definitely seeing that like light at the end of the tunnel. There's like a light, there's a source energy that I'm kind of drawn to. And when they go through that, they're like, oh, there's like an entity that's here. Like, I think it's like my spirit guide or something. They're very happy to see me and they're familiar. Like I know these things. Things. And so that was always the stuff that was very, very uniform. And then they would go with these entities into the afterlife and they would have what they call the life review. And they would kind of go through and go through their life and they would try and go over the lessons that they learned, everything like that. But also they would have to live out the feelings of the perspective of the things that they did to people in their lifetime from those people's perspective. So if there's any type of bad karma that you might have inflicted onto a person in your lifetime, you will then ultimately have to relive it through their eyes as what you did to them. And that kind of becomes this thing where your higher self that you are now goes, oh, man, I had no idea that they felt that way. And oh, that's so terrible that I did that thing. All right, well, I've accumulated this karma. Now I need to go back and I need to try and repay it in the next life to them, you know. So then you have these cycles where you're starting to come back now. And the life that you build is a means to kind of resettle the karma that you accumulated in your past life to be able to kind of pay that debt off to that that soul. And so I started just jumping down the rabbit hole of reading her books. And she's got a book about Jesus and the Essenes where she regressed somebody back to the times of Jesus. And he was a part of the school that taught Jesus and John everything that they knew. And then he went around and learned a lot of things. And then I just went down the rabbit hole of the books. And I'm like, it just feels good. You know, I feel like like in, in this lifetime, we don't really have too much to point 
point to as far as too much hard evidence on what you can believe happens after you die. So it's really a catch all. You could just believe whatever you want right. to believe. Yeah. And this just felt good. It made sense to me. It made me feel like there was enough reason to really just go, okay, like really consider your interactions with other humans and what you're doing with people and, and all that. And, and, and it just felt like, all right, this seems like really good reasoning to just be a good human being as much as you possibly can and so i just really gravitated towards it and it just seems like things have made a lot more sense in my life since i've been like yeah this is probably just what happens you know and i've been able to kind of like navigate things better interacting with you and like for anybody that's like watching or listening that went on the like crazy like now nah, it's crazy here's like the first time we talked about it there was like a that's it's bullshit, you know mm -hmm. and then i when we weren't around each other started googling like kids who have remembered past lives just googled it and if you for fun if you want a fun afternoon google just that yeah and then have fun having your mind blown and just like because it's not they're not connected they don't know each other they're from different parts of the world and it's kids at like this like very early age that do not know you know what military plane names should be just mm -hmm. spouting off information about and just as as if it is just fact and so um I was gonna say that that drew me into this topic more and like kind of made me want to talk to you more about it because it's one of those like you work with somebody you're just like okay that's what you believe that's silly and then you're just yeah. like let's let's watch that documentary mile because yeah. we watched the documentary together and i was like okay fascinating it yeah the documentary i believe is called surviving death and it's on netflix and it's a docu-series where they really go into you know people who have had near-death experiences um mediums things like that but the one that we watched was the last episode which was on uh, kids remembering their past lives and yeah they had multiple uh families and kids that they interviewed where they were able to remember their past lives one guy used to be a hollywood actor and he remembered his past oh, that life cool that was cool and then the the kid you were talking about who uh, he his plane went down he was a fighter pilot in the war in uh japan and uh yeah his plane went down and he was having nightmares as a baby that his he was in a plane that was crashing and all the artwork the kid was drawing was just like planes crashing and even the parents were like why don't you draw like some flowers or something right. so he drew planes <laughs> crashing with some flowers in the ground in the corner like and so um and yeah it was like a whole thing they did a lot of research they were able to trace back a lot of the facts and corroborate things that he said and then they took them to the site when he was like six or seven and just kind of like said hey it's okay to let him go now and the kid was very overwhelmed but then they got him to land and it was like he was a new person he was just happy and smiling and everything's okay so yeah and there's been multiple documentaries about that and that guy i was telling you about on tiktok he's got like eight or nine videos now where it's like mind-bending things that kids say and it's just hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of people in the comments going this is something my kid said that was strange and he just has a series of videos where it's just like my kid said this and they're like remember when i was the mommy and you were the son that was fun right or they're like i chose you to be my mommy because it seemed like you were going to be a good mommy like so just things that you're just like what are you talking about and then one that really messed me up was because i rewatched it again last week because i was showing somebody and there was a kid uh he read a comment a few months ago and the mom was asking the kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the kid was like, I mean, the war is about to start, so it doesn't really matter. And now I'm like, <laughs> Rot roll. Yeah, yeah, things like that, where I'm like, no, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, but, okay, so, I don't know, like, like, 
the spiritual element of things. We we both agree mm-hmm. that there's like a spiritual like I don't know. Yeah. I kind of believe in almost like the force, you know, that yeah. guides thing, and it kind of ties yeah. into stuff like this. We had had that talk months, months prior. I was on a cruise ship, and I meditate every morning. And every morning, like as I'm meditating, like thoughts come and go. And I've been have I've been struggling with the idea of death. And so I was like, you know what? universe or whatever i would like some clarity on death and to feel more peace about it and i get on this shuttle bus going to somewhere in mexico and the first thing i pop up on facebook is like the crazy thing my kids ever said nothing to do with death and i'm just like scrolling and it was all about past lives and i was like how crazy and i think i texted you that day how mm-hmm. crazy that like like these things just like i don't know just kind of ebb and flow the energy of, of what goes in and what comes out yeah, you um, put the energy out of you wanted an answer, and the universe was like, okay, here you go. Here's something to chew on. Wild, right? And right. that happens. It's, it's interesting when you kind of go to a meditative state, and you're like, hmm, I need introspective on this thing, and then something just pops up. And like you said, it, it's not definitive. We don't know. We don't have proof. But like you said, it not only gives you peace, it also made you want to be like a better person. Yeah. because of like the karmic effects or what what am i learning from this life what is if this is a life that i have some kind of um it's it's for like a trial and error experience what what is my purpose here yeah why yeah. am i like am i gonna just be an asshole and get a whole bunch of money and then go up to the big spirit tube and be like well that wasn't fun and do it again because i think you can I but, mean, yeah, the what yeah. for my that's the thing with these books is every it's like mind candy. So every little new nugget I get, I'm like, huh, well, that might be how it works. And so it's just kind of like we're I feel like it's so big that our human minds can't possibly understand it. But there are little things that were like, hmm, it seems like that makes sense. I was just list, reading one of the books um, yesterday and there was a nugget in a chapter that real I, the record skipped for me and i was like okay hold on just a second and she regressed a guy back to he was a gladiator in like ancient rome in the in like the Colosseum, like doing sure. battle and she's like how do you feel about this he's like i don't like it he's like i really really don't like it he's like i don't like killing people he's like i'm, a, I'm good at being doing this but that's why they make me do it but i i just i don't like it i don't want to do this anymore it's it's just hurts me i don't want to do it and she's like do they make you do it he's like yeah they won't let me do anything else and then she fast forward to his death she's like how did you die and he's like i let a guy kill me in the arena you know i just kind of didn't really put up too much of a fight and he stabbed me in the chest and then she's like okay well what happens now and then he's like okay i'm with my guides and we're going through my life and i have to pay back the karma to all the people i killed and she's like how are you going to do that and he's like well there's a few ways i can do that he's like i could try and do it all in one lifetime but that's really 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 hard um and if i end up like getting too overwhelmed with it and i kill myself i'm just gonna have to come back and do it all over again because I didn't finish the mission and it might be harder now because I'm going to try and force myself to finish the mission. So I don't want to pile it all on one life. So I'm probably just going to go through multiple lives with these people that I killed and they're going to have to get me back. And she's like, how do you mean? And he's like, well, there's going to be a few different ways. There's going to be one way where uh, I'm going to be um i'll steal something from this guy and then he's going to justifiably shoot me and that will be how we get paid back another life i'm going to be a soldier and then he's going to be a soldier on the opposing side and he's going to kill me in the war and then this is the one that fucked me up he was like another one i'm going to be this guy's father and i'm going to be very cruel and abusive to him throughout his whole childhood Um, but that's going to be the catalyst that makes him live this really meaningful, important life. And he's going to have a really important mission. And it's going to be the thing that kind of launches him into that. Uh, And she was like, well, 
but wait, if you have to be cruel to your son, his whole childhood, like, does that mean you accumulate karma for that? And he's like, no, because that was a part of the contract I agreed to before we came in. So I'm just doing, I'm playing my role. So he's like, if I step outside of the role, then I might start accumulating karma. But as long as it's under the guise of this contract we agreed to before we came here, then I'll be fine. So we're like in the spiritual improv class, yes. basically. And basically, yeah. Right. And we come scenario, in with a plan yeah. and this like broad, like, all right, you're probably going to have to do this. You're going to have to do this. And we agree that you're going to do this, but we still more have like free a wrestling will. Match. It's more like a wrestling match than an improv class because yeah. it's predetermined, but there's a lot of work involved and someone's the bad guy. Someone's a good guy. This is it's, it's karmic wrestling. Okay. I okay. love that. That's your analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the ref is just like, we're going to have to roll up in a few minutes here. Uh, so, uh, you're like, wrap it up, go home. Uh, so yeah, it's just like that. Like we know the outcome, but how we get there and and how we experience it and what lens we look through it is our own free will. When you look yeah. at Robin, I mean, I know it's so early to tell three months in, but does does he look fresh out of the fryer or does he look like like everyone that has seen him is like, why does he look old? Like everyone, like there's a friend of ours who's a comic. Uh, he has wise with, eyes. He does he have does. very wise eyes. He does. I've, like yeah. there's something that he's just like, yeah. you have so much to say. Tell me more. And so he really, really does. And then like our friend who's a comic, Emily Van Dyke from the Bay Area, she'll, she's told me that she's told uh, friends of hers like, yeah, for whatever reason, every boy baby that I see just looks like they're dazed and confused and just don't know what's going on except for this one baby and then she shows him a picture of Robin my kid and then it's like yeah he does look like he has an old soul I'm just so excited for the day when he's three or four or five and he says something off the wall and I'm like I'm listening. You're like, I'm listening. Yeah, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm not going to bat yeah. it down, right? Because right. kids say wild things all the time. And we're just like, don't be silly. Don't be dumb. And it's just like, yeah, but what happens if you just like lean into that? Yeah. A friend of mine today was talking about she has a newborn. She was like, it just seems so unfair. Like, and she, we were not, this is another bizarre thing. I knew I was doing this interview today. I knew what it was about. I was on a different Zoom meeting with some different people about work. And this lady just brought up her new baby and says, when I come back, I don't want to be a baby. I want to be a manta ray or something where you have more control. She had no idea I was about to do a reincarnation podcast. I didn't mention it. And I was telling Molly that I was like, that is bizarre to me that then it became this topic that we were all talking about, about how, you know, human infants and, and like dogs and cats and certain animals, we come out blind with mm -hmm. no control. Mm -hmm. And then some animals come out, you know, swimming and flying immediately, mm -hmm. you know? And so she was like, when I come back, I do not want to be a baby because it seems awful. Being a, ba being a baby looks very uncomfortable. You it know does. I mean? Yeah. There's times where he's just like, uh, uh, I'm like, what is going on, man? Like, I'm like, tell me, tell me I'll fix it. And so it's a very uncomfortable thing. You can't burp or fart on your own for a while. You got to be like, hit a little bit or like held yes. a certain way or bounced and then it's like oh okay i can do it now you're puking all the time like i mean it's just it's a wild thing you can't hold up your own head it's a it's a bizarre thing that's like yeah that that's got to be the, the least pleasant part right now and so that's the way they it's always ends up being a balance because ultimately you'll experience everything earth is a school you come here and you got to clear all the levels you have to be the man you have to be the woman you have to be the rich you have to be the poor you have to be the oppressed you have to be the oppressor and it's all a mean of you to like ultimately understand and learn how this all works all the perspective it all ends up being balanced out it seems like at least from what my understanding of it is
I'm very curious because you've been talking more about this and things have been kind of like syncing up with your life. I know Molly wasn't really on the, the, the train with all this type of stuff. What has she thought about this? Has she like kind of, is she curious now or is she just like, okay, well, that's cool if that's what you believe in. We've opened up to more like that the universe is at play. That mm -hmm. is where the door has cracked too, to where yep. like, cause we can both, she is the queen of mentioning someone and the phone ringing and it's them. And it happens so often she can't deny it. It happens so mm -hmm. often. We Something's both agree happening here. something is happening. Weird. We're, we're all connected in some weird way. I saw a TikTok this morning about this guy in the 60s who did an experiment on plants. He hooked the plant up to a lie detector test to see like what type of waves and energy it was putting out. And uh, whenever he thought about harming the plant, it would go nuts, like the spike, it would spike. And then he was like, huh, well, that's weird. And then when he was eating a sandwich one day, it started to go nuts again. And then he was like, well, that maybe it's because I'm eating his friend or something. And then he just went to a place of like, just being really grateful for the food and everything and just tried to have like a pace of gratitude was it and then it calmed down a little bit. And then he did an experiment where he boiled water and he dumped live shrimp into the water by the plant. And again, the plant like started the wave started losing it so there was something that the plant was picking up on energy wise that it was upset by if something was being harmed near it and so i'm like what is that what is what Whatever is that it is, my wife sings to it every morning my wife grows stuff and like she has brought some seeds to like as soon as they start to sprout she's like hi mm -hmm. welcome to the world i'm like if and i said so, so this morning because i knew we were doing this i was like if that plant has is anything reincarnated it is like oh someone just welcomed me to the world because she's always like yeah. good morning like yeah. i see your leaves i see you. you're beautiful so <laughs> i'm t and i mean it could be because there was a chapter in one of the books i read that uh she regressed somebody and they talked about being a tree the whole chapter they were like Oh yeah, I was a tree and I was a tree for hundreds of years and it was the best. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I just, I came out of the earth and I was with my family and we were all connected by our roots. And we, we were the home for all these creatures and birds and things like that. And it just felt like I was getting everything I needed from the earth and I was giving everything to the earth that it needed. And it was just this constant cycle of beauty. And then eventually she was like, yeah, I'm done being a tree now. I'll go be something else. And then there she goes. But yeah, just to be like, yeah, I was with my family and it was beautiful. Not a blind baby. Earth. Trees are way better than babies. Like totally. <laughs> 10 times out of 10 would, 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 would do a tree, a tree again. Rather be a tree than a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I smoke so much tree. That's probably why. <laughs> Trying just, to become one. I'm just like, You're yeah, going to come go back, back as a the... marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. An indica. It's going to be good. I'll be very purple. It's time for five quick questions. There's two definitions to reincarnation. One, of course, is the one that we've been talking about, the rebirth of a soul and a new body. The second is a new version of something from the past, the latest reincarnation of something. So okay. I'm going to name you some things that have been reincarnated. Question number one. Two chicken restaurants have been reincarnated. Chick-fil-A and Popeyes have both been known by different names. Which one used to be called Chicken on the Run? Ooh, Chick-fil-A. You're incorrect. It was Popeye's chicken on the run. Chick-fil-A used to be known as the Dwarf House. Okay. Question number two. Two famous burger restaurants have been reincarnated. Red Robin and Jack in the Box have both been known by different names. Which one used to be called Sam's Tavern? Why would you know this? I'm asking questions. <laughs> So 50-50. I would never know okay, these. Yeah. This. Is, but this so is just, fascinating. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Red Robin. 
That is correct. Yes. That is correct. All right. Yeah, because they sell alcohol. So, I mean, I was like, okay, that, tavern, that would make that smart. tavern. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Oh, so you're using your, you're using your testing skills now. I'm trying. All right. Number three. Number three. Two famous rappers named Ice have reincarnations of themselves. Ice-T and Ice Cube. Which one was formerly called Tracy Lauren Morrow? Ooh. Hmm. I get an Ice-T ice, ice vibe from the name Tracy. That is correct. That is right. Tracy Lauren Morrow was Ice-T. Ice Cube was called O'Shea Jackson. So you are, you've got two out of three. Number four. And I'm shocked. <laughs> me too. Me too. Because this was, again, I was trying to come up with a uh, reincarnation trivia quiz that was not offensive to anyone's culture. Yeah. Because that's not what this podcast is all you, about. We like to keep it light, but not um, bigoted. Yeah. Yeah. Light on the bigotry. Light on, <laughs> go light on the bigotry. Yeah. Just like Chick-fil-A, but the opposite. <laughs> but the opposite. <laughs> Two famous, co- this is number four. Two famous coffee shops have been reincarnated. Dunkin' Donuts and Seattle's Best Coffee. Which one used to be called The Wet Whisker? Dunkin'? You're incorrect. Last one, five. Two famous pop stars have reincarnated. Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus have both changed their names. Which one was previously called Destiny Hope. Destiny Hope. Wonderful stripper name. Uh, <laughs> right. Isn't it, though? So I'm going to say Miley? That's correct. Yeah. Boom. Nailed it. You blew right through this one. Uh, Katy Perry <laughs> was called Catherine Elizabeth Hudson before she was Katy Perry. Destiny Hope changed her name to Miley. And now it's time for Rad Libs. I have written a story, and I've left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're going to make a hilarious rad lip. Are you ready to play? Let's do this. I need a location. Louisiana. Oh, I need a verb ending in I-N-G. Running. Uh, a noun. Pie. A body part. Right ankle. Perfect. Mm-hmm. An adjective? Large. Uh, something you yell. Four. Four. Gotcha. Yeah. That's spelled F-O-R-E, I've learned. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I know that. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I know that. A fear. Spiders. Uh, an adjective. Um, strong. Oh, yeah, okay. An occupation. Tax attorney. Excellent. A uh, type mm-hmm. of transportation? Uh, scooter. A famous dead person. Amy Winehouse. Uh, a group or club? Girl Scouts. Uh, a noun. Table. Disappointment. A field of expertise. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> Uh, a famous living person. The Pope. An adjective. Rosie. Uh, a verb ending in ing. Learning. Okay, we have a story, my friend. We have a great story just for you and our topic today. And it is called Reincarnated and it feels so good. What happens when we die? Do our spirits go to heaven or Louisiana or do our spirits just keep on running? <laughs> Is our energy reborn into a new pie? (laughs) I I saw a show on reincarnation lately, and one of the stories made the hair on the back of my right ankle stand straight up. (laughs) The parents of a large little girl had become concerned after their daughter continually woke up in the middle of the night screaming, Four! (laughs) At first, her parents thought it was the classic spiders on the bed. Spiders under the bed fear that all kids have. The little girl insisted that she had lived another life and could still remember the strong way that she died. She described her life as a tax attorney 
in the 1940s. She described the scooter that she used to drive and in, even remembered being married to Amy Winehouse. <laughs> she could even remember the Girl Scouts and the bloody table that ended up causing her tragic death. Wow. A mystery that went unsolved. Her parents were like, disappointment. <laughs> and they called a psychologist specializing in cryptocurrency. The world-renowned Dr. The Pope. <laughs> After interviewing the girl, he determined that she was in fact Rosie and went on to write a book about it called The Little Girl Who Wouldn't Stop Learning. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Well done. Well, um, you're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and enlightening us about this topic that I don't think I've heard enough about. Um, but please tell the audience, everyone listening and watching, uh, where they can find you and what you've got going on. Yes, yes, you can check out my website, mileswebber.com. Uh, I've got my tour dates and everything on there and all kinds of fun content. My uh, new comedy special that I self-produced and came out with the tail end last year is on there, Mr. Brightside, so you can check that out uh, for free. Uh, and then follow me on social media at mileswebberjoker on everything. And then something cool I got coming up is I'm going to be with you at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club here in Vegas soon so yeah i cannot believe we're working i can't believe we're doing that together that's great yeah we're ready to rock and roll so it's gonna it's be, gonna be and i guess brad for half the week yeah too what yeah how did i not know any of this i'm the last to know so it'll be you and brad garrett together in vegas oh yeah yeah we're gonna paint the town a yeah, weird color well, i can't wait so i will see you very soon in vegas um and love to the love to the love to robin and heather absolutely absolutely love to molly 100 and then yeah i'll be seeing you soon interview complete Returning Miles to the universe and desperately hoping he returns as a pot plant. Yeah, that sounds about right. Thanks, computer lady. And thank you, Miles, for joining me today. Always a pleasure to have you on. Guys, find, follow, like. Miles Weber is fantastic, and he's all over the social media. So go, so go find him and play with him. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. Please support this show uh, by liking, following, subscribing, leaving a comment, leave a review so other people know it's good. And uh, join my Patreon. Um, you can find that through my website. And you get a lot of bonus content, some merch if you join that level. Anyway, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's fun. Go join the Patreon right now. Yeah, if you want to. And if you don't, no worries. Cameo, find me on Cameo. Anyway, this is all on my website, kristenkey.com. Uh, just, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. Please become a fan and, uh, and come to all my shows. I've got the weekly show, Friday Live at 5, every Friday. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, next time, I'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian. Uh, we'll chit-chat, play five quick questions, do a rad lib, and then we'll all go home better people. So until next time, bye. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's the nose blank. Oh, there he is. Oh my god. Hi. Oh my god, that kid is cute. Right? Yes.